0: in a world that has more than enough information and noise. Is it even possible to truly anchor ourselves and have peace in a scattered world? Hi, this is Pamela and Mary, and we are a mother-daughter team who span two generations, but share one message. We will delve into what it looks like to be fully integrated, body, soul, and spirit, and will bring encouragement and hope all along the way. We get it, life is hard, and let's be real. Hard doesn't even begin to describe it on some days. But we want you to know that you're not alone and not only that we are here to come alongside you and cheer you on as you walk out your individual storyline so join us as we journey together and laugh cry and everything in between welcome to the more than enough podcast hey guys welcome back to the more than enough podcast hey ma
1: good morning mary you have had a busy time i know that i'm so glad you're helping my daughter get moved
0: your daughter, my sister. Yes. Yes.
1: Your sister, my daughter.
0: I know. What? She moved to Kansas City a little over a year and a half ago, and I was so excited, and now she's moving back to Texas. <laughs> It'll be good for them, but it's sad. Been helping get them moving, and I made all my kids go over there yesterday and help work on stuff and move boxes, and they're like, wait a second, didn't we like just do this a year ago? And I'm like, yep, yep. Just don't ask yes, questions. We did just move that's boxes, right. move boxes.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. When I got there, I'm like, oh, how's it coming? And their two little girls were just running around and Liz just looks at me and she's like, it's not coming, Mary, the girls are everywhere. We haven't done anything.
1: <laughs> There's nothing coming or yes. happening. So I was
0: like, how about I take the girls and you guys just all get some work done?
1: Oh, I know. She's super grateful that you were able to help.
0: It really does take a village to do anything, not just to have children. I, I mean, yes, that as well. And just to live life. We just so need each yes. other. Yes. So mm-hmm. this week, we are continuing our series on acceptance. Uh, last week, we talked about the acceptance of trials and suffering. You can go back and listen to that. The whole month of October, we're talking about different aspects of acceptance and how accepting these different parts of our lives and these different parts about who God says he is and the things that he implements in our lives is really so life-giving for us to begin to accept these things and to move forward.
1: Yeah, that's well said. And just thinking about last week too, we were saying that the thing about suffering and trials, our main point was that this is a truism. But the fact that it carries this weight of actually being true and something we want to block out or deny or, again, complain about instead of accepting it. Today, what we're going to enter into the same idea, we're going to talk about acceptance. But today we're talking about our own limitations and weaknesses. Yeah. Our own limitations and weaknesses. The fact is, is we do have limitations, every one of us even as just human beings we have limitations. Yes. We want to just start with that. And weakness just means you're weak at some points, you lack strength, you might be inadequate, you might be deficient of something. We're not robots. So the first thing is we have to sort of accept it instead of being in denial about it. And then maybe we just accept it with joy and say, "You know what? I'm going to love these little shrubby hips I have. You know what I mean? Maybe you could cut that out. I don't know. But maybe <laughs> it's just me. But anyway, the point of that is just to say that there there are some things, of course, that we can accept just the way we are now. But in some of these areas, we want to look at them and say, I'd like to change in this area, my heart attitude, etc. And in that, I just want to also remind all of us that in all these things of acceptance that God has empowered us, to be the one to say yes to his invitation to change. Again, nobody else has the power to change their lives except for you. You are the one who is the change agent in your life. Even today as we're talking about limitations and weaknesses, how am I going to process accepting them? Again, this idea of acceptance is just not resisting. It's not resisting It's welcoming, letting something go and and gladly receiving something because you see the fruit in something different. Just going back to those things we were saying a couple weeks ago.
0: Yes, I love that you basically started with saying, yes, accepting our limitations and our weaknesses, immediately we go to, okay, so we can just accept the way that we are and we don't have to change. And that's not what we're saying at all. We're accepting that this is something that we struggle with. We're accepting that this is our boundary line And with that, now there's actually freedom to move forward and to be like, okay, within this boundary line, within this limitation, within this weakness that I know that I struggle with, how then can I move forward? How then can I find freedom and breakthrough? How then within this limitation and within this boundary line, can I be, for lack of better words, the best version of myself, right? The best within this boundary line. As we kind of think about limitations versus weaknesses, what are some examples of specifically each one of those so you can give people kind of an idea?
1: Okay, I would say these are going to be like very, very broad, but something that everyone will have something in these categories. Weakness is just lacking strength. This is something inside of you. This is not something that's happened to yours outside of you so much.
0: Although I would say a weakness could be because of something that's happened to you, right? Maybe a past yes. trauma. And now one of your weaknesses is A thousand is this. percent. Okay. Yes, Great.
1: exactly. And so when we think about weakness, one of our particular weaknesses, we could find ourselves, is we have to be with people all the time or we get lonely. We get sad. We get worried and anxious. Sometimes we can't stop ruminating. Sometimes we can't stop eating. Sometimes we can't stop drinking or we drink too much. We lose our temper. We scroll too much on our, on our phones, you know. We spend too much money. We're maybe late to the office and lose jobs. We talk too much. We dread things like work or school or social situations or conflicts. Okay, these are little bents that uniquely are always pressing in on us and impinges upon our life and keeps us from being the best of ourselves. Right. So those would be some ideas of weakness. In terms of limitations, I think of something a little bit different, like an ongoing illness. Sure. Maybe you have no family. You don't have much education. Maybe you're in foster care right now. Maybe you're a prisoner right now. Maybe your spouse has died. You might be taking care of one of your children that's disabled. You might not have enough money or resources. You might be unattractive. That matters today, right? Some things people get that are more attractive. Let's talk about whole groups of people that are maybe marginalized. Right. On and on, homeless, you're an immigrant, you're getting older, you're getting dementia. Yeah. You've had various traumas. And, and on top of all that, you don't have the ability to walk through walls or fly or create a planet. Okay, those are limitations, right? Yes. We can't walk through walls. We have a lot of limitations that we really might not be able to, no matter how much we get ramped up about wanting to change some of these things. If they're very much leaning in a category that we might not have any control over, we want to look at them honestly and think, if my circumstance doesn't change, how can I change internally about this circumstance? To me, this is a really important factor in our lives.
0: Yes, yes. Yes. That's so good. It's so funny you mentioned about not able to walk through walls or fly. Because as I was even processing this and praying about just this whole idea of limitations and weaknesses, I got this picture and it was a mom and her son. And the mom said to the little boy, you can be anything you want to be. There's no limitations. You can be anything you want. And he said, I want to be a bird. I want to learn to fly. And the mom says, okay, well... You can be anything you want, but you can't fly, but you can be all these other things. You can be so many other things. And the little boy said, "No, I don't want to be any of those other things. I want to fly." So the little boy spends all of his time trying to make his arms wings and trying to fly, and of course, keep failing. And the mom's just looking at him and he's so sad for him and just keeps <laughs> trying to encourage him. Why do you keep doing this? There's all these other things that you could be. You could do all these other things. And the little boy just gets older and older and more frustrated and more discontent and more resentful because he can't fly. Mm. And he's like, no, I don't want to be any of those other things. I'm going to do what it takes and I'm going to fly. And everyone's just watching him so sad because, of course, they know that's never going to happen. Right?
1: And I know (laughs) that's that's such an extreme
0: example. Okay? Then I see this other mom and this little boy and same situation. He wants to fly. And the mom says, okay, you can do all these other things, but you can't fly like a bird. That's a limitation that you have. I'm sorry, but you can do all these other things. And that little boy learns very early to accept that and to say, okay, that makes me sad. I wish I could. I'm really sad that I wasn't created like a bird and I was created like a child, but that's how I was created. And so instead I'm going to become the best pilot I can be and I'm going to be a pilot and I'm going to fly up in the sky and I might not be able to fly like the birds, but I'm going to fly like a pilot and I'm going to do amazing at that. So I got these two kind of pictures and I was like, man, I feel like that's such a good example of there's some real limitations and us not accepting those limitations is just making us, like you said, either filled with shame or just discontent and bitter and resentful. But us accepting our limitations doesn't mean that we're saying, yep, I can't do it. I guess I'm just going to sit here in a corner. No, it's saying, OK, now maybe I can thrive within the limitation that I have.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, I, I think this is what it comes down to of why acceptance is important, because like the little boy in the story there, his mom wisely was navigating with him To say, okay, that's not a reality, but let's take all our energy and let's look at what you can do. That's kind of how I see any kind of, for some reason, maybe because I've been working with intellectually disabled adult men for now, what, 14 years? We just got our second gentleman. But the fact of the matter is, is, but there's so much you can do. There's so much you can do. You can feel, you can express yourself in so many ways even with people that are maybe profoundly intellectually disabled. The idea is, you know, we're all disabled. That's what I say to people. We're all disabled. It's just a matter of the degree and the scale and the name of it. And so this is, again, about kind of accepting this thing, but also this empowerment of accepting responsibility to change our lives in those places that we can. And in those places that we can't, we can accept it in a way Of thinking more creatively, more with a heart of gratitude. And at the end of it all, the word we're giving for this week that we're learning and we're kind of leaning in to gratitude next month with Thanksgiving. And we're going to be talking a lot about Jesus in December and those implications in our lives. But right now, this idea of accepting things today, when we talk about limitations and weaknesses, we're kind of highlighting this idea of humility Because at the end of the day, what if you can't fix this thing? What if it's not going to change? Well, then we can become embittered. What happens if we're carrying shame? But what about if we turn that narrative and said, wait a minute, what does Jesus teach me about humility in terms of his limitations and weaknesses when he was on the earth? We can go low. We can just be who we are right where we are and not carry any shame about this weakness or this disability. I think that there's just amazing stories of people rising above so many things, but they're doing what they can with what they have. This acceptance that, you know, you don't have to be like somebody else or look like somebody else.
0: Yes. My husband uh, gave me permission to share this little story. As I was even thinking on weaknesses and accepting some of those weaknesses, I immediately thought of my husband because over the years, he's, he's really struggled with a lot of anxiety and depression, and that's really paralyzed him a lot over the years. And just this continual feeling of feeling inadequate and feeling like he's not good enough and he has to try harder, be better, jump higher. And it's been this constant struggle for him because ever since he was really little, he was incredibly intelligent. Everybody knew he was super, super smart. And so they just expected this certain thing from him. Every teacher, just everybody, any place that he went, it was like, oh, you're so smart. Okay, you could do this. You could be this. You could do this. But within himself he was always like, I, mm. I I don't feel like I can do that. I can't. Mm. Like that's that's too much. You're asking too much, not so much intellectually, but just more on this emotional level. Is he's like I Yes. I'm not that person, but just feeling that shame and that condemnation of like, okay, well, I'll try harder. I'll be better. I'll do more. And constantly feeling the pushback, constantly feeling I'm never going to be this person that he has in his head. I'm never going to be that person. So what does that do to someone that just constantly feels like they're trying, trying, trying to be this person, this version of themselves, and they can't be it? Well, you kind of just become like a shell, right? You just have to self-preserve and then you just become paralyzed and you're like, well, I can't do that. I can't be that person that you want me to be. And so he really, really struggled for a long time. And I I don't know exactly the day or the time. We say this a lot in our podcast, nothing happens overnight. A thought or belief system slowly becomes something. And so I think what seemed like all of a sudden probably was trickling in, he, he began to have this revelation of, wait a second, I can't. I can't be that person. I can't be that person. And he would say things to me like, I give up, I can't be that person. And of course me, I'm very very opposite from him in a lot of ways were very different. And so I'm like, what do you mean? Don't say that. Don't say you can't be that person. You can do it. Try harder. Be better, you know. And that was only crushing him more and me not realizing that and me thinking I'm encouraging like, no, you got this. You can do this. Really, I'm saying like the mom with the boy. No, you can yes, fly. Yes, I'm thinking you can, that. Right. Yes. Like, try harder. Get those wings. Make them. <laughs> and that's just more yes. just discouraging. Yes. And so, you no, know, he began to explain to me, no, 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 you don't get it. I'm not giving up on trying. I'm giving up on trying to be someone that I don't feel like Mm. I can be. And I'm like, okay. Mm. So he began to explain to me how he's tried so hard to be this person that he thought he should be. And that he was always just continually self-shaming and being filled with so much condemnation on himself. So that when he started to accept that he wasn't that person, that he always felt like he should be, he said that he then started to feel like he had this freedom. Like, wait a second. What if I became this best version of myself? What if I became mm. um, the best that I could be within the limitations that I feel like I have? And so mm. he said for him, it felt like it changed everything because now it wasn't like he was paralyzed in. Well, I can't do that. So I just can't do anything. It's like, no, that's not true. I can do some things. I can do this Mm. and I can do this really, really well, where maybe before people maybe put on him, okay, you're really smart. Yeah, you should go to MIT and become the first person to cure cancer, right? He felt this heaviness of I have to be everything to everyone. He's like, wait, what if I could just whatever job I have, do it really well, provide really well for my family and love them well in the capacity that I have. Maybe that's enough Mm. and Mm. such freedom and accepting the limitations that he has without just saying, nope, I can't do it. I guess this is who I am. The beauty of watching Mm. that in him has been such a gift. And I feel like such an amazing picture of what we're talking about.
1: That is exactly what we're talking about. And that paradigm shift was building somewhere at some point in time. Like you said, it wasn't overnight, but it was slowly evolving and shaping and forming But wait a minute, just because I'm not this or can't do that, there's a million other things like the little boy who wanted the wings right? to redirect. But what can I do? What can I do well? What do I really desire that I want to do? That story just reminds me of dad, my husband, your father, not my father. He's had a similar, as you know, a struggle with certain things in himself, always feeling like. What he feels is people expect from him and want from him is something that he's not capable of. And he began to realize God had called him to something that he realized he could do, which was just begin to learn how to really love well
0: people around
1: him. And so watching that happen, I just like with you and Charlie, it's like been such a beautiful thing to just see someone have so much power to change I think one of the quintessential verses about this idea of weakness and limitation that Jesus talks about it's in Philippians and it's basically saying have this attitude in yourselves which was also in Christ Jesus who although he existed in the form of God okay because that's who he was for billions and trillions of years right who existed in the form of God. He did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped. Okay, so he's about to have to go really low here. He's going to have to remove his godly frame and all that he's had in heaven for trillions of years. He emptied himself of all the power and the place and the position and the privilege of never having to even know what it's like to be a human being. But he emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant being made in the likeness of men. And being found in the appearance of a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. I know we don't give much time because this is old news to us as believers. But the fact of the matter is, is that Jesus himself, had to morph way down to come to the earth in humanity. There were so many limitations and so much weakness that he had to endure just by being a human being. He couldn't fly anymore. Right. He couldn't walk through walls. He did when he was resurrected. He did that once or twice, but where he had never had to experience any kind of physical thirst, sweat, Pain, extreme pain, betrayal by another human being. But all of this, it says, for this reason, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name above every. And so the idea is that the lowness, if the God that we serve is willing to go to such places, the fact is, is, I think in terms of our lives, we want to even begin to look at this idea of humility. And, and where are we trying to make ourselves look better than we are, be better than we are, be more than we have capacity for? I think we fight back so much for people to really think we're special, mm-hmm. for people to really like us. We recoil when somebody says something, even sometimes in the smallest of way as a correction. Or have you thought about this? and we become wrecked for days. I watched a documentary recently about Taylor Swift, and wow, the one of the things that's just really amazing in watching that is the impact at one point in her life that all the negative things that were being said about her online were just devastating to her because she tells a narrative of always wanting to be good, always wanting to be liked, always being polite and kind, And believing other people would be that way back. At the end of the day, hundreds of thousands of people just started coming out against her in ways at different times for different things. But just how much we can be crushed by the opinions of others. Right. How we can be crushed by those kinds of things. I think when we look at our limitations and weaknesses, we want to consider that some of this pushback could be because we're just not comfortable going low and being who we are. in in whatever manner we're talking about, I think what we want to look at is two things. What parts of ourselves do we want to really be changed, dramatically changed in? And what are those things that we, at this point in our lives, we're fully free to be who we are in an area that we're going to actually accept on some level? And grow in that acceptance for the first time, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think those are two very clear distinctions. We talk about limitations and weaknesses. Uh, weaknesses, whether it's a belief system that we have, the a way that we're wired, or a trauma that we've had. And now this is kind of become our bent or our tendency because of past traumas. And I'd say in that, yes, those are all things we can grow in, but we also need to understand what is our bent, what is going to be our go-to and our defaults so that we can learn to grow and heal. But I like how you said there is kind of two different camps because there are certain limitations that we can't change. Uh, Very clear limitations that we can't change. It reminds me, I was in a business group several years ago, and each week, each one of us would kind of discuss, okay, where we're at, where we want to grow. And there was this one woman who was always so frazzled and always so discouraged. And she's like, I have all these things Mm. I want to do and I just can't get it done. I just can't get it done. And as we asked some more questions, we realized that she had twin one-year-olds and she was taking care of her sick grandmother full-time. But she didn't really focus on that and just kind of kept telling us how she wasn't able to get anything done. And she was just so overwhelmed. And she was just trying, 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 and not able to get it all done. And it wasn't until we pieced these together. And at one point, she had both of her twin girls sitting on her lap. And she was just rocking them. And we're just watching this happen. And we're like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Like, what? (laughs) It's so hard to see when you're in it. But we're looking at her and we're like, whoa, wait. Okay. You are in a season of a limitation, okay? <laughs> yes. And you are banging your head against a wall like a crazy person thinking that you're going to get the same results as this person when that's just not possible. Yes. It is just not possible in your season. And honestly, you thinking something different, you thinking, no, 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 I can. I just need to try harder, right? Try harder, do better, jump higher. It's it's making you go crazy. It is making you completely yes. lose it rather than accept what is... David say in the Psalms, the boundary lines have fallen in pleasant places. Accepting yes. your boundary lines for this season. it might not be forever, but sometimes our limitations are within seasons. And right now this is your season, this is your limitation. It doesn't mean you can't do anything, but it means you need to accept and acknowledge the season and the limitations that you're in so that you can thrive within your limitations.
1: Yeah, I love that because I didn't even have it in my notes to uh, bring up the idea that some of these things can be temporary. Right, right. So the thing is, this we have to be paying attention to these things. And it's, you're personally sitting with God and looking at what's my season? Am I really willing to look or do I keep justifying right. the more that I want to do that there's a good reason for it? Right. But if you find yourself banging your head against the wall, the question is, have you really sat down and taken inventory and look? There was a season Brad's grandmother lived with us, and wow, that was hard. And I I felt like I was going to go crazy. She, She had pretty extreme dementia. I never knew anything about it, and I felt like I was losing my mind. Being young and youthful and not really having any mentors, so we can lose sight of what's right in front of us. Right. I think that takes sometimes another person can help you with that, too. Hey, you know, Sarah, do you realize you've got all these other things going on? Maybe. Maybe you should be in this women's group this year. right? But whether it's temporary or whether it's a much bigger picture that's long term, either way, one of the things I wanted to suggest today is that we would all take time to reflect as we come to the end of this year. To be willing to look at, you know, what would you call or what would you call out in your own life to see as either a weakness or a limitation, We talk a lot about vision casting and goals, especially as we come into the new year. But in reality, I think we're picking up a mantra that we don't even realize, and that is to just dismiss, block out, and just be better, just push ahead, but just to be willing to look at yourself. Because I think as everything else, that's where it starts, is acknowledging it, looking at it and acknowledging it.
0: Yeah, it does start with ourselves, just on a very personal level. My daughter, she gave me permission to to talk about this, but she's been walking through some different struggles in the last couple of years. And with that, we've been going to counseling and just processing through some things. And something that she had said in one of her counseling sessions really caught me off guard. And it was basically that when she was younger, she always felt like she had to comfort me and encourage me because she could see how stressed I was and how anxious I was. And when she said that, I mean, I was I was so thrown. Mm. And my knee-jerk reaction was like, what? No, there's no way. I did everything I could to keep stress and my anxiety from you. I never put that on you. I never let you know I was anxious and upset. I, I was not that mom that put my stuff on you. And so I just wanted to deny it or justify it. This was just mm. all internally happening within me of like, there's no way you you didn't feel that way. No. Like the epitome <laughs> of gaslighting. And again, I didn't say these things, but this was all super internal. Yeah. And then immediately going to this other side of, well, if I if I did look stressed, it was because of this, this, and this. Like I was living in a very triggering environment and all my traumas and da da da. I was like, Whoa, what is happening within me right now? Mm. And it was just all coming to the surface, this reality of Oh, maybe I was trying my best. Maybe I really was trying to keep it from her. But the reality is my best wasn't good enough. And we've said that before on other things. It was like my quote unquote best wasn't good enough. My best efforts to try to hide my stress and anxiety wasn't happening. My weaknesses were still coming through, and my weaknesses affect the people around me. And so, acknowledging that, acknowledging yes. that our weaknesses, our faults, our things, again, regardless of how they came about, honestly, in that moment, it doesn't matter why my weaknesses came about. It doesn't matter that it was because of my past trauma, because now it's affecting my daughter. And it does me no good. And it does her no good, just justifying or downplaying those weaknesses, and rather saying, you know what, I'm so sorry, that affected you in that way.
1: Yes, yes, Mary. Obviously, there's a point to all of this, all this end of talking about transformation and being healed and being whole, and being integrated. And us saying to you all and to ourselves that without looking, without pausing to stop and look at these things or pay attention to the signs or those little conversations or comments that our children or our husbands say, and this defensive posture that we can take, none of these things are what any of us set out to do to the people around us, let alone to ourselves. Right. Most women I know, they desire great things for their families and their lives. But we all can get caught in loops. We all can block things out because it's too painful to look. Right. But I, I think one place to start is that we would acknowledge that we have limitations. Yes. We would acknowledge that we have weakness. And I think anything less than that is the only word I know to say is delusion. Right. It's a deception. We just aren't, Five stars yep yep not on. not on any yep. day not on any day and if that's what we're striving for is perfection or competition or our idea of something it's just going to take us to places that aren't healthy so so again we're saying just your acceptance that you have limitations and weaknesses i feel like 10 20 years ago maybe longer maybe 30 years ago but This would never have been an issue that we had to actually tell people. They just accepted a lot of those things as their reality. Trying to strive for perfection in all the areas of our life was certainly a setup for failure. So we're just inviting you to look at these things. And you're going to see them if you're honest with yourself. If you do it with two or three friends, again, we encourage you to maybe come together and listen to this podcast together and then talk about it but then reflect and have an honest community. It only takes one friend. You don't need a lot of friends. (laughs) Just to have a small community that you can reflect on these things, I think it can be not just stabilizing, but I think it can be part of your growth. I just wanna wrap this up today and say just, just another verse that comes to my mind. As we all look at ourselves, whether we're completely wanting to block out some of those things, About ourselves or we find ourselves ruminating and we just can't stop thinking about where I should have done this or I should have said that wherever we are I I think a lot of this solution comes down to really realizing that God loves us he deeply loves us and even when we were his enemy he sent his son to die for us I mean he really does want relationship with us and I think things like peace and acceptance of who we are and even feeling empowered to change, again, I think it circles back around to sitting with God and really believing what He says about you and what He says about how He feels about you. This can just be another addition as we continue to say this to add to that time of thinking and reflection and meditation, is to invite Him into these places. I've asked the Holy Spirit to show you some of these broken parts. For the purpose of healing and I believe that he'll show up for you when you sit with him and ask him those questions we just are so grateful that you joined us today you're in our hearts you're dear to us and lord bless you to think on these things and to be blessed thank you so much again for tuning in to the more than enough podcast we are still
0: busy behind the scenes setting up our website but for now if you would like to stay up to date or follow along you can follow us on instagram at aimsgirls that's A-M-E-S-G-I-R-L-S. We know that because we're a newer podcast, one of the best ways for people to find us is through reviews. So if you would take just a few minutes and write us a review on Apple Podcast, we would be so grateful. Thank you so much again for joining us, and we look forward to chatting it up again with you next week. Have a lovely week.